When it comes to Carlos Gardel, Tango's biggest star, there is endless information. Just look at TotalTango.com and you'll see that more has been written about Gardel than any other figure by far. It's mind-boggling. In this episode, I'm going to give you a Carlos Gardel roadmap. Childhood, his career, and three phases, and what you need to know about his compositions. After that, you can either stick with the bullet points or launch your own journey into Gardel scholarship. Either way, you'll have plenty of company. Carlos Gardel was born December 10th, 1890 as Charles Rumaud Gardes in Toulouse, France. He was raised by a single mother, Berta, who emigrated to Buenos Aires when he was two. He grew up in the Abasto area in the neighborhood of Almagro in Buenos Aires. As Gardel came of age, so did a new style of music called tango. In the early years, tango, as Buenos Aires itself, was influenced by the folk music and culture of the surrounding countryside. And that brings us to phase one of Gardel's career. Phase one, Cantor Nacional. 1911 to about 1917 marks the first phase of Gardel's career as a professional singer. He was known in his neighborhood as a good singer of folk music and received encouragement from the folk singer Jose Bettinotti, who gave him the nickname El Zorzal Criollo, which roughly translates to the Argentine thrush or the Argentine songbird. Gardel formed a duo with Uruguayan singer Jose Rosano. The Gardel-Rosano duo introduced Gardel to the world. It was in this context that he toured, made his first recordings, and made his famous debut in 1913 at Armenonville, the legendary cabaret. Gardel had now moved beyond the neighborhood and was singing folk music all over Buenos Aires, the neighboring provinces, and Uruguay. The year 1917 marked a key moment in Gardel's career and in tango history. For the first time, Gardel performed a tango in public, and that tango was Mi Noche Triste by Pascual Conterzi. The lyrics are sentimental and tell the story of love lost, a novelty for a genre whose lyrics were generally picaresque at that point. Gardel made a recording of Mi Noche Triste that same year, and the so-called tango cancion, or romantic tango song, was born. In those early years, the Gardel-Rosano duo added a couple of guitarists to reinforce their sound, Jose Ricardo and Guillermo Barbieri. Both would go on to accompany Gardel for years to come. In fact, the majority of Gardel's hundreds and hundreds of recordings 
feature his voice accompanied by just two or three guitars. Gardel is, in fact, the most famous example of what is called the Cantor Nacional, or the National Singer. This name was given from roughly the 1890s to the 1930s to solo singers who sang the folk music of the Buenos Aires province, including cifras, estilos, sambas and milongas, and eventually tangos. There were other famous cantores nacionales like Ignacio Corsini and Agustin Magaldi, and in later years, Nelly Omar and Edmundo Rivero, modern cantores nacionales who kept the tradition alive. It's a compelling and essential piece of tango. If you aren't familiar with it, start by checking out the names that I just mentioned. Phase two, tango singer. 1917 to 1925 marks a hybrid period in Gardel's career. He was now singing tango as a soloist. At the same time, he continued to tour with the Gardel Rosano duo, singing folk music. And even in his solo concerts, he didn't abandon his folkloric repertoire. In fact, for many years, he would perform the first half of a concert in traditional gaucho dress switching to a suit and tango for the second half. Gardel was famous at this point, recording and touring constantly. In 1924, he recorded songs with two orchestras, those of Francisco Canaro and Osvaldo Frazedo. This was still somewhat of a novelty in those years. Singers sang with guitar groups and orchestras played instrumental music a pattern that wouldn't change until the 1940s. Phase three, international superstar. From 1925 to 1935, Carlos Gardel was not only a tango singer, but a movie star and a celebrity in Latin America and beyond. For the 10 years leading up to the tragic plane crash that ended his life, Gardel was busy doing the work that is best known today. It's the same work that was intended to give him a place next to Rudolph Valentino and Bing Crosby. Starting in 1925, the duo with Rosanna was over and Gardel's career was about singing tango. He made recording after recording in Europe and Argentina and was now truly famous in Argentina and Uruguay. He began touring in Europe, and between 1928 and 1929, added guitarists Jose Maria Aguilar and Angel Domingo Riverol. In 1930, the star-making machine really went into full effect. For the last five years of his life, Gardel toured, 
and made movies. First, he made Melodia de Arabal with Paramount France, and next he made three films in the United States, Cuesta Abajo, El Tango in Broadway, and Mi Buenos Aires Corrido. These five years also saw the addition of a new team member, one that would change the course of tango history. Alfredo Lepera not only wrote most of the screenplays for Gardel's movies, he also wrote all of the lyrics to the songs in them, to Gardel's music. And these are not just any songs. These are by far the most famous tangos in Gardel's catalog. They are also certifiable hits. Lepera had the sense to write in a more universal Spanish, leaving aside the lumfardo slang that was so prevalent in tango, and Gardel's melodies were masterful. Using this formula, they reached beyond tango and conquered new audiences. This songwriting, movie-making duo spent five years conquering Europe, Latin America, Hollywood, and beyond, and in April 1935, embarked upon a tour of the Caribbean and South America. On June 24th, in Medellin, Colombia, a plane crash took the lives of practically the entire Gardelian machine. Lepera, the guitarists Barbieri and Riverall and Aguilar, friends and associates, and of course, El Zorzal himself. What remains is the legend, the singer, the movie star, the ubiquitous face of tango. Less celebrated, perhaps, is his massive contribution as a composer. Here are just a few of the songs he wrote by era. In phase one, the Cantor Nacional phase, he wrote La Mariposa, A Mi Madre, and Suena Guitarra Querida. In phase two, tango singer, he wrote Margot and Mano a Mano. In phase three, the movie star phase, from 1930 to 1935, he wrote almost all of the hits that are recognizable, Melodia de Arabal, Soledad, Cuesta Bajo, Colondrinas, Por Una Cabeza, Arabal Amargo, Rubias de New York, uh, Volver, El Día Que Me Quieras. Carlos Gardel was born December 10th, 1890, and died June 24th, 1935. At just 44 years of age, El Zorzal was swept away by tragedy and instantly mythified. Today, Carlos Gardel is the immortal voice of tango, the voice that sings better every day. Better, oh,